1: now Broadcasting live from Helix eSports Gaming Center at Patriot Place Here's Keith and Wiggy on WEEI.
2: Football Sunday. Keith Wiggy and Kyrie Thompson sitting in for Gresh this morning. And uh, right now we are joined by Tom E. Kern from NBC Sports Boston. And Tom is brought to you by, us by Dr. Matthew LaPresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tom E. Kern at one eight hundred Get Hair. By Awaken one eighty weight loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken one eighty. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com and tom joins us on the harbor one hotline tom happy new year sir how are you good morning
3: happy new year to everybody
2: yes uh including the patriots and dolphins who will kick off at one o'clock and i ask you tom who is uh impacted more by the injuries that we know of as of right now is it miami without tua their quarterback or the patriots without marcus jones jack jones and Devontae parker
3: I think we have to look at where the drop-off is. Where's the more significant drop-off? I'm a huge Teddy Bridgewater guy, and while I think the Tua has some hard-earned accomplishments this year, certainly a lead-to-league in QB rating, yards per attempt, yards per completion, everything else, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a decent enough facsimile of Tua, and that's not a slight on Tua. So I look at the Patriots and having to cobble together their secondary today. We'll see what kind of condition Jalen Mills is in. But the larger drop-off is going to be in the Patriots' secondary, and that's a tough matchup.
4: Tom, and if you talk about the drop-off being in the secondary, if you're, if you're the defense coordinator of this team, what are you trying to do against an offense that has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? when you're dealing with a secondary that has some
3: injuries? What would be your game plan against Miami? Really, it would be all on DeMarcus Covington. Make sure that my front – was absolutely loaded for Bear today. Uche, Judon, um, twists, stunts, games, maybe send an extra rusher here and there, but you do want to have enough people back in coverage, right, Wiggs? Yep. So, to me, it's all about you got to exert pressure on a guy who's going to be a little rusty at the start of the game at least and try and get him. Miami, meanwhile, I think is going to try and some easy throws to get Bridgewater up and running and feeling comfortable, too. Tom, I mean, we were just talking about this, but I want to
5: circle back to it. What does it say about the offseason plan that the Patriots had that Miami can afford to lose its entire quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in football this year, more than the Patriots can afford to lose two rookie corners that they drafted in the third and fourth round? We had a lot of questions about this secondary coming into the year. They were probably better than we thought they were. But now this, this depth and kind of lack of talent at the
3: top looks like it's being exposed. Honestly, to me, it says more about how good a job they did with their backup quarterback. Miami, honestly, Kyrie, I, I, I just think too is a very, very good backup. And honestly, to segue into... Another conversation off of that, which probably doesn't really link up, it's something the Patriots, I think, have to scrutinize this offseason. I know there's a lot of Bailey Zappi support out there. I know Wiggy has the jersey, the number four jersey right now, and he's probably got it on. That <laughs> <laughs> is anytime. right.
4: Very, very <laughs> I am a Zappi guy, but I'm more of a uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud guy. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he's moved on. He's so, on I, all I look
3: at it. I'm like, I'd like to see a little more competition for Mac Jones in terms of on his level. Who's going to push him? Who would be a facsimile of Mac Jones? I don't think Zappi could do it over a long, long period of time. But to me, I don't know. what. I don't think that I'm looking at the Patriots secondary and saying that I'm disappointed with it. I know Miles Fryant and Sean Wade are probably going to be cruising around out there today, and they're going to be exploited. But once you get into any team's depth, you're going to be able to do that. I, I can't look at their secondary and say that Jack Jones and Marcus Jones um, – and Jalen Mills' performance when he was healthy are things I'm going to look at and say that, that's been a problem.
2: I know last year, Tom, I think you and I agreed that you'd rather have Mac Jones than Tua, but based on the way this season has played out, you still feel that way? Or, like me, I've sort of, I know the injuries are a concern. I don't think either guy's ever going to be great, but now I'd have to give the advantage to Tua.
3: How would Tua have looked here?
2: Uh, bad, like everybody. Right. <laughs> everybody so, would have looked pretty bad.
3: You got you got a quarterback with nine touchdown passes and eight picks here in Miami. It's 25 touchdown passes and eight picks. Mac is touch and go, and I know he missed games, but he's touch and go to even get to 3,000 yards. Right. I think Tua would be exactly the same, maybe worse, and injured more often. That being the case, if we're going apples to apples, I'd still say I would rather have Mac Jones.
4: Yeah, and Tom, oh, yeah. I'd agree with you because at the end of the day, both of the guys, I mean
3: – No, nah,
2: neither one is great at anything.
4: Yeah, you're, you're asking me, would I like a beat-up Camry or a beat-up Nissan? <laughs> both <laughs> oh, of them, come
2: yeah, on. Yeah. I, I, Camry you, forever. I just got rid of a Camry. Well, I mean, oh. listen,
4: I would much prefer a Mercedes-Benz. Now, um, Tom, when you, when you look at this game and you start to try to kind of figure out – and R- Rich and I and Kyrie, we talked about this – I almost say lose these two and try to get you into the top <laughs> ten of the draft, right? I, I don't know where you stand because it, all, it almost looks like even if you do make the playoffs, you're probably going to get steamrolled. I, I mean, let, let's kind of take in, uh, off your, your journalistic hat and put on your sure. fan hat. Would you want to see these, this team, this Patriots team, lose these last two games and have a chance at a top ten pick or to you know, potentially win and make the playoffs?
3: Here's what's really hard, and I thought about this a lot last week. Because I think there's a sentiment, not your sentiment, but I think there's a sentiment among the fan base that the Patriots, if they make the playoffs, will then use that playoff appearance as fuel that, hey, it wasn't that bad. Hey, we actually accomplished what we were trying to to do, and that would then prompt them to be less urgent to make changes. I can't imagine that being the case. I hope that wouldn't be the case. Then there's the other level of, hey, I started – following football, not caring about anything but seeing the team play. So I don't want to, for all the people out there who are showing up today and watching this game, I don't want to root against their interest of seeing the team play and win. So those two elements, I'm like, I I feel like I'm on the other side. Don't try and lose games. But there is a difference between 15 and 11, as we saw between Mac Jones and Justin Fields. And I'm not still sure, Kyrie, I know that you're an authority on all of this, uh, given your roots, but I, I I think that I I don't know if I would rather Mac Jones than Justin Fields, but I would have preferred to have the choice.
5: Yeah, see that's the interesting thing, right? Because I feel like Justin Fields in this offense, again, like just about any other oh, quarterback, right. is not really going to look particularly great. But Justin Fields would probably yeah. be able to run around and do right. some things you, that Mac you, Jones. Look
3: better than Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. damn right. So Tua or Mac, same thing. Right, Justin Fields or Mac uh, on an offense like this—that's you know a jailbreak half the time. Uh, I would say Justin Fields. Yeah, with
5: that, you are talking about the you know, kind of what what the outcome of this year is going to be if they make the playoffs. Like, I don't, I don't know that we really need to worry about Matt Patricia, you know, being the offensive play caller. I think we you have have been on on this station and others saying that you think that it's quite likely that it'll be Bill O'Brien for a number of factors. When you saw what Bill O'Brien did with that Alabama offense yesterday. Do you think that's kind of picked up the hype train in a little bit to say, like, hey, look, that's what it could look like if you get this guy running you know, this kind of offense with Mac Jones who had, who's had success in college and at the NFL level?
3: I think we're so parochial up here that we don't pay that close attention to Alabama and anything Alabama does. I, I, I'm going to be honest. For me, and I'm sure that people who are more immersed in college football, for a variety of reasons, but you look at it and you like, it's that's, that's not real. It's not a real passing game. And I think that Bill O'Brien would know that. So he could toggle back and forth between – and Alabama's offense is more pro-style. I do understand that. But, you know, you look at that and say the comfort level isn't going to be changed by the Citrus Bowl or whatever the hell they played in. Um, actually, I think Austin Burton is in the Citrus Bowl today for Purdue. So that's why that yeah, was yeah. in my head. Um, but I think that – you know, O'Brien's just a made man as an offensive play caller and and constructor. And really, just to circle back on O'Brien and my understanding so far, I'm basing it on several people's reports, including Albert Breer, that Bill O'Brien wants to return to the NFL. Further, what I've heard from folks who are close by and have spoken, perhaps, to people close to O'Brien, he'd love to come back to the New England Patriots, if that arose. And then the last few piece of reporting that i added was just circling in would bill be interested in bill o'brien and would ownership and those are both check marks so that's why i've pushed that ball down the field based upon other folks reporting and then my learning that folks around bill presume that he would be quite delighted to have him back
2: now obviously bill o'brien would be a significant upgrade over matt patricia but i'm curious what you think if the if the player personnel is somewhat similar just how drastic of an improvement could it be? Bill O'Brien sort of lauded as his great offensive mind. He's never coached a top 10 offense at any time that he was with the Texans. Uh, again, comparing it to Matt Patricia, everybody could step over that bar. But I'm, I'm curious, based on what we saw this year, based on what Mac Jones looked like as a rookie, like what would your projection be for a year three if Bill O'Brien takes over?
3: Back to 2-1, to one. touchdown to interception ratio. Um, much better on third down, much better in the red zone, not talking top five, but certainly a top 10 to 15 team in those areas as opposed to 30 and 32 and 9 and 8 in touchdown interception. Patriots have, I believe, it's 26 touchdowns. They are not going to catch the 2020 Cam Newton-led offense. So to me, in terms of touchdowns, to me, Bill O'Brien would bring a professionalism that hasn't existed. I don't think it's a personnel problem. I really don't. There's going to be some turnover. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Jacoby Myers. Nelson Aguilar will be gone. But Jonathan Smith's coming back. You cannot release him. He's got $17 million in dead money. So maybe Bill O'Brien figures out how to unlock him and Hunter Henry.
4: Tom, the only issue now I have with Bill O'Brien, and I think that these, were the, these would potentially be the questions that I would have. First would be, would he come back to the NFL as a coordinator because maybe there would be a head coaching position that potentially could open up because it seems like he's the it guy right now. And the second thing would be knowing Bill O'Brien and his fiery type of personality, how does that gel with a Mac Jones that we're seeing has a little bit more of um bite back, if you want to say, when things might potentially not go in the right direction. I mean, we've seen Bill O'Brien go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. Now, what does that look like when he's getting waved off by Mac Jones?
3: And that's the thing is I I just don't think that that's going to happen. It took – remember, it took Wiggs 13 weeks for that to finally happen, Mm -hmm. and that was after the season was basically on life support. It was after the Buffalo game where Mac, I think, really said, you know what? party's over. I'm going to start to really emote. Um, and we've seen him emote, but I think that that was the point at which he said, you know what? If I don't like it, I'm going to say I don't like it. I don't think it would get to that point with Bill O'Brien. Additionally, I don't think that that fieriness as long as it's not dismissive and disrespectful is bad. Um, you know, we saw Phil Sims and Bill Parcells way, way, way back used to yell at each other on the sideline or Mike Ditgood you know, Jim Harbaugh, and that was, I think, counterproductive. But I think in the Mac Jones, Bill O'Brien segment, I like it. I think it would be fine. I think it would be to the good. And I think that players could use to see that as opposed to, like, the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, when you can tell it's not productive and it's more showing something up. And Mac has been showing, you know, Patricia up. So I like yelling as long as you're yelling and trying to produce something and not just yelling to embarrass someone.
4: But do you think he needs to come back to be an offensive coordinator does Does he maybe bypass that route and come back as a head
3: coach so do you is there even a chance that you really get him? Oh, I think there's a chance you get him, but you better pick up the phone i mean I don't know what kind <laughs> of um you know protocol you'd be standing on to not pick up the phone right now. Their season's over with. Matt Patricia must by now be going, Bill, I don't want to do all of these things. Offensive line, play caller, offensive coordinator. My already low Q rating has taken even more of a hit. So can we get somebody else in here?
2: All right, Tom, uh, three-point favorites. Patriots are, I believe, at last check. Uh, Big injuries on both sides. How do you think it plays out today?
3: They've lost four out of five, and the one game that they won was Kyler Murray going out on the third play. So I don't know why the Patriots would change their stripes today and be drastically more competent, even though Miami's on a losing streak as well. Competitive against Buffalo, competitive against Green Bay, very competitive. They're a better team. So I would say the better team will probably end up winning 23-16.
2: All right. He's Tommy Kern from NBC Sports Boston. Thanks so much for the time today, Tom, and we'll talk to you next week.
3: Appreciate you, Tom. Great stuff. See you guys. Bye, Gary. See you.
2: All right, good stuff there from Tom. We will continue. We got inactives coming up at eleven thirty. Right now, let's go back to Ethan with what's trending.
1: Your home of the Sox. Now here's what's trending on WEI.
6: Trending now, brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi. That's zudy. dot com for your free trial. Trending now at WEI and WEI.com. Week 17 of the NFL continues on today as your New England Patriots get set to face off with the Miami Dolphins here at Gillette Stadium. Notable inactives include Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Jonu Smith, and Devontae Parker with Hunter Henry, Ramondre Stevenson, Jalen Mills, Taequann Thornton, and Jonathan Jones all listed as questionable. We'll have that list updated to around 1130 once inactives are officially released. In college football, national title game has been officially set. As TCU was able to hold off a comeback attempt by Michigan, 51-45. to Meanwhile, Georgia able to rally in the fourth quarter against Ohio State, putting up 18 points in that quarter to help them win 42-41 after Ohio State missed a field goal wide left as time expired. Your Boston Bruins fell 4-3 in overtime last uh, last night to the Buffalo Sabres yesterday. Alex Tuck the, put the Bruins away with one oh seven left in overtime to lead the Sabres past the Bruins. The Bruins now get set to play the Pittsburgh Penguins for the Winter Classic at 2 p.m. tomorrow at Fenway Park. And your Boston Celtics are in action tonight after a couple of days off. They play in Denver against the Nuggets. Tip-off for that game is set for 8 p.m. I'm Ethan Hristidulu, and that's what's trending here at
0: WEI and WEI.com
1: In.
2: Back here at WEI Football Sundays, we're getting closer to Patriots and Dolphins, a monster game in the AFC. It's Keith Wiggy and Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com sitting in, taking it up until uh, 1 o'clock. we got the inactives in just a few minutes from now. We already know a few of them, including uh, Jack Jones, who lands on IR, and... Fourth-round pick, this guy came in, played really well, solidified himself as a true starting corner in the NFL. I know everybody has mixed feelings about what these two games are going to bring and everything else, but now that we know that his season is over, mm-hmm. pretty successful rookie year overall for Jack Jones.
4: Yeah, it's- I think he. I, I, I think he's like a guy that you can go, okay, so he looks like he – Yeah. He, it, it seems like Bill Belichick always can get the next – jc jackson the next Malcolm malcolm it's pretty crazy you you know what i mean it's always like he can get that next guy will they be ty law probably not
2: yeah well right a hall of famer maybe not Uh,
4: oh well they be let's say will they be asante samuel right you know what i mean so it it almost seems like he gets that next guy and they generally play well for new england but then once they move on and get the big payday it's like yeah what happened to that guy so I, i think that he's gonna be good for you I have the bigger loss for me today is Marcus Jones.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I mean he massive. affects literally all three phases of the game. Right.
4: He, you think about you. You, he had a pick six last week. Then you talk about his. He
2: had the walk off punt return touchdown. The, he had the offensive play right. last week. He picked up a first down. Right. His yeah. his
4: ex, his big play explosiveness. If I had to choose between one of the Joneses. You know, yeah, I would much want. prefer Marcus Jones because he's still solid as a, as a DB, yep. and their defense has still been good enough. But I need the ability to have a guy that can be explosive, whether it's special teams, whether it is a turnover, or even if it is on the offensive side of the football. He, when you think about offense, who's your most explosive player? You probably say Marcus Jones. Jones. So that that loss of him. To me, it's huge. And I think this game here today, I know we kind of said that it is this magnitude of this playoff potential game. But I ultimately think that the winner of this game is probably the team that makes the playoffs.
2: Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of teams fighting for it. right? Like we yeah. talked about the Jets and the but even Titans though, and the Steelers and the Raiders are all mathematically in it. Right. But. but
4: even with those teams, I don't think none of those teams, because everybody's got two games left. I don't think none of those teams, whether it's Pittsburgh, whether it's Tennessee, whether it's uh, uh, the Jets, I don't think any—they all sit there at seven wins. I don't think any of those teams win their next two games. Yeah, so not. So I think whoever wins this game ultimately becomes the the team that has the tiebreaker edge yeah. because I ultimately think that all those teams will drop one of their
2: remaining two. Yeah, but if the Dolphins win, if they if the Patriots win today, yep, and the Dolphins loo- uh, win next week against the Jets. That yeah. would get them to nine wins. And if the Patriots And
5: then the conversation's over. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm yeah. saying.
2: So I, I think it's So the, that might be the only. So I, that's why I don't think the winner of today is okay. guaranteed in. Because I think if the Patriots win, they have the much tougher okay. final I, I game. Can, I can see what you you're saying.
4: Because that's the only, like, little yeah. bit of juice that Miami then holds where they have that one game against the Jets where you're looking at. It's at home and it's, all right, if they get. They clearly go to the team that will be sitting there with nine wins while everybody's sitting at eight wins. But I think if you beat Miami,
5: I don't really even know if Miami beats the Jets. And, that, and I'm just saying. Yeah. right. They no, no, not, no, no. They I, may not. I, and I, I think I agree with that right. because you look at what, what – the, the Jets have that the Patriots don't. Yeah, I mean there's there's Mike White and he's been kind of you know play, playing you know decently for you know for a backup and all that. But that defense is playoff caliber. Right. That sure. is a really, really good defense. And they could take advantage of, of a Teddy Bridgewater or two Tua Tungabailoa, for that matter or Josh Allen. Right. They could take advantage of a backup quarterback in a way that I'm not sure the Patriots can Yeah and, and so in that in the Kyrie when you talk
4: when you say that I, that's why I agree with it. So I, I ultimately think I don't even know if I see the Jets. I mean, excuse me, the Dolphins. Even if they lose today, automatically beating the
2: yeah. No, oh, no, it's not a given,
4: right? Yeah, but I I do get what you're saying. But for, I mean,
2: Jets or Bills, like what's right? Just a, it's not. Even. Yeah, I
4: do I do get what you're saying yeah. on that element. So I would say, okay, maybe the it, it, even if you beat the Jets, I mean, even if you beat Miami today, you're probably you know still you need that little bit of hope, but there is that uh, that opportunity. But at the end of the day, um. It's just, I'm I'm more on the thing of, you know, I hate to see the Patriots lose football games, but when I know maybe losing games means a higher draft pick. Better for the future. Because in that where we are right now as uh, Pats yeah, fans? Unfortunately. It's, and when's it's the so last time thought. we've
2: been in this position? Uh, Cam Newton. Well, I mean, the Cam Newton year. That one got to the point after a little success earlier, yeah. like, you know what? What are you doing? Like, when they beat the Jets, yep. you're like, if you lose to the Jets, like, you could have gotten, like, a top-five right. pick, and then they, they yeah. won too many games. Right. And, you're like,
6: oh.
4: and that yeah. and that really goes to, and we kind of seen that with that, the Cam Newton year and how that played out. You went from uh-huh. potentially going to a top-ten pick to the 15th pick. So if now I'm in the same boat, because think about even with that top-ten pick or that eleven pick. I know that Tommy Curry talked about Justin Fields, which that was my guy from day one. Yeah. Yep. yep. But also, I think Micah Parsons went like 11. 11 yeah. Right. So yeah. if you're there, now mm-hmm. you're sitting there and go, okay, do we take – Well, I think he went 12 because Fields went 11. And right. I think, I think Parsons right.
5: was like next. Right. Yeah. So,
4: but my point is, if yeah. you're at 10, you can go, do I want the Micah Parsons caliber player or do I want in that position the Justin Fields? Sure. Now, fast forward to this year – if you lose these next two games, you sit there and go, okay, we can be picking somewhere at if we win, we're going to be somewhere around 15. If we lose, there's a chance we could be in the
2: top ten. Yeah. And
4: now we could get potentially that
2: guy but we dude, want. How many coaches feel that way or think that way? Don't, oh, no, no. They, I bet they they don't, they're you – know, I, I don't think so. Listen,
4: just like I told you players understand – the outcome of the schedule and wanting playoff money and that kind of thing, you don't think coaches look? I I know that there are coaches that look and go, okay, coach, if we win these next two games, here's where we're going to be. What's the realistic chance that we can be Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas City in the first
5: round.
2: Well, it's rare. And Bill's in a unique spot, too. Where, where he's, he's also, both. He's the player personnel guy, and right. he has job security. Whereas other coaches, they're like, I can't have a four-win season because that's going to be held against me, and I'm going to be out the door in a year.
4: Right, but we know that's not going to be a four-win season. No, it's season, not. No, no, right? no. But we're just talking right, about yeah. being able to to move up with your draft status. You're sitting there in a coach's team meeting, and it's just the coaches discussing this. They're they're The same way they're discussing, hey, is Mac Jones the future? And, yeah. and there might uh-huh. be some coaches on that table going, Bill, you know what? I know you like them, and I know yeah. we drafted them, but I don't really think so. It's the same way they're going, hey, coach, I know that where because don't let these coaches fool you. Just because they tell you they're focused on Miami does not mean that they're not thinking oh, about no. Absolutely. what's ahead. Yeah. And so there has to be some conversations of, Bill, you know, hey, if, and this is probably with personnel guys, hey, Bill, If we lose these next two games, we're probably picking, and I know, Kyrie, you brought it up, somewhere between 10, 9, in that range. Right. Whereas if we win, and now we're going to be 15, and we probably get steamrolled in the wild card.
2: Does Belichick chasing Don Shula change anything at all? No,
4: because I think –
2: Is he just trying to grab as many wins as possible in the next couple years? No,
4: because I think what's the extra win right now versus getting the guy that can potentially help you get – the more wins, no, true. yeah,
5: exactly, right. So it, it's like kind of a long game deal because yeah. because and, and and I think the the question it all boils down to and who knows if they're ever going to get to this point, right? I think I think we're all kind of wondering they're going like,
2: to try is, to win today, yeah. like, That's the bottom oh, yeah. high. like they, right.
5: they're going to oh, try course. to win and they, they
2: still might, and that throws everything yeah. off.
5: There, there's no way this team's
2: <laughs> coaching for the tank. <laughs> right. there's, there's no, no way. way the team's no,
4: coaching no for, I'm the not tank saying they for the tank. Oh no, of course not. But they go, you know what? We're down by two scores.
5: Zappy, get in there.
2: Oh, like as the game is playing out, fourth quarter, yeah, you might just sort of pull I, the plug. I,
5: I feel like that doesn't happen this week, but if they lose this week
2: What if there's are chance for Zappy? Like there was Or before. do
4: you think let me let me let me throw this question to both of you okay, guys. Okay. Or do you think that maybe they're headed in that direction that some of the guys that could have played they shut down? and say, yeah, you know what? Honestly, I feel like, like that might have been what happened with Jack Jones. Like, maybe these guys could have played, and they go, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Take
2: this week off. Nah, I don't think they would do that with the rookies. I think Jack Jones, Marcus no, it's Jones, if not, they could play, they'd play. But
4: maybe they look at it and go, they probably could play – but it's not that they're shutting down to protect them.
2: Especially it's Marcus Jones is, like, just hitting his stride. Like, he's playing oh, on yeah, offense no, I'm not, now. I'm not, oh, right. you're talking about Jack Jones? Yeah, I, no, I'm talking
5: about Because bo- I'm I'm talking mean, about that both knee them. injury's been lingering for got a couple of, I mean, Marcus Jones got a concussion. You can't play oh, no, around with that. It. It. Yeah. 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 But, but, I mean, like, Jack Jones had a little lingering knee issue. Yeah. And it's like it, it – I don't know, it just kind of felt like, un- unless it was like really bad, like we probably would have heard about it, but it almost just felt like, okay, look, man, is it really you're worth it? So that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, well that's all I'm injuries, asking the
2: question. Real quick, Wiggy, speaking of injuries, let's get to the uh, inactives for today, brought to you by Catches Law Group. New England construction workers, if you're injured on the job, Catches has your back at com. We already knew some of these, and Jack Jones is on IR, so he won't appear on the inactive list, but obviously he's done. Uh Marcus Jones, Johnu Smith, Devontae Parker, who we all already knew. Also out Jalen Mills, yeah. Sean Wade, Kevin Harris, wait, and Sam Roberts. Wait, Sean Wade is, okay. Sean wow. Wade That's rough. Wade, that's rough. Yeah. But Jonathan Jones is in. So Jonathan right. Jones is also yep. banged up. So Jonathan Jones is in. John Miles Bryant,
5: Johnny Smith is out. Out, concussion. Yep. We got a lot okay. of concussions this week. So so Tay Hayes who just got signed to the 53 man roster, he's jumping right Get in, in over over Sean Wade and then Quandre Mosley who got Sean Ill- Wade
2: even on the team. I don't know he's he's tra- probably tra- I don't think I don't, don't think tra- he's, tra- he's going to be on the team yeah, next year. I think I think sense.
4: that's Kevin, it. that might Kevin ha- be it for you. Kevin Harris is out. So does that mean that um uh Damian Harris is in?
2: Uh, yeah, Damian, yeah, Damian is Harris in. is in, so you do get uh, right. go back to Stevenson and Harris there in the backfield. We already knew about Tua being out. Bradley Chubb is also out. Xavier Howard uh, is out. Right. Teron Armstead Ooh. is out. Eric Fisher's out. Yeah, so some, big oh, injuries I, on both sides. I didn't,
5: I didn't, I didn't expect Xavier Howard to be out, but but I mean Teron Armstead had like four different things he was dealing with this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. It was like it was like peck yeah, head, like, one, w- whatever. Out. Yeah, so
4: but I almost feel like a lot of people feel like Bridgewater is. Not an upgrade from Tua. There might be he's some. He, there might be some no. people who claim that. He's but, fine. But no. he, him and Tua yeah, are like great.
5: the same guy. They're, uh, they're not. The, to me, they're not the same. The but same, they are, but, they, but as as, as Tom as, called it, a facsimile. Right, sure. Close yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, close yeah, yeah. But that's my point. Not like, a wild
4: difference. You're, you're, yeah. I think people are looking at it like you're not drastically. You're not declining. And you're not gaining anything. And when I say the same guys, you're replacing a guy with another guy that you go, okay. They play more or less the same style of football. Like. Yeah, well, it, as far as what they are as players, right? Yeah. You know, so it, it, when you think of, of, of that, like, you know, when you say, okay, we're replacing Marcus Cannon, or we're replacing uh, could just for Isaiah Wynn, you're like, all right, whatever. whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's where a lot of people right. with Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> which
2: which – category, or ah. which column, I guess, would Teddy Bridgewater be in? Here are the, the quarterbacks the Patriots have beaten. Okay. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, I know, yeah, Jared Goff. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Let's see. Uh, Zach Wilson twice. Yep. Sam Ellinger and Colt McCoy. Okay. That's one group. The other group is Tua, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow. Which group hmm. is Teddy Bridgewater? See,
4: in? I think you, there's a, there should be another group that you missed out. It's two groups. It should. The <laughs> <technically>, <laughs> What's the third group? The third group should just be the Tua group. You think two, so is Tua? So it's Tua. Because I don't think Tua should be in the conversation. He's with the, the worst quarterback that
2: they lost to. Yes, and I saying. and
4: I don't think he should be in the conversation Wait. with the Burrow, um, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Who's the other guy that you said? Fields, ain't it?
2: Yeah, Fields, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar. Yeah, see. Uh, Tua.
5: No, Tua's probably on the low
2: end of that. Yeah, like, right. like, yeah
5: Tua. So see, I would say. He's 4-0 against the Patriots, would, but he hasn't played that well in right. any of those. See, guys. I would say no. Bridgewater is
4: more close to being Tua, Derek Carr. Yeah. Um
2: so they lost to those guys. Though. Yeah, so
4: I would say he's more, he's more of like the. Like the
2: best quarterback they've beaten this year is probably Jared Goff.
4: Yeah, see, I would see two. Of, that, I would say that Teddy Bridgewater is
5: more towards Derek Carr and Tua, so he's right on that line. Yeah, it's so, hard, so, it's hard so, to tell.
2: Yeah, so it's like if
5: you got a little <laughs> Venn diagram yeah, here, both, then, yeah. then then yeah, you could you could throw kind of Jared Goff in there. Jared
2: Goff's played well this right. year. Or, he has had a pretty good year. Or
5: with their two groups, you could you could potentially go, you
4: know what, maybe we move Derek Carr and we move Tua to that other group. But that's you, the other
2: amazing part about this list is even some of the guys like Mitch Trubisky, he got benched. Jacoby Brissett was just keeping the seat warm. Uh, Zach Wilson got benched. Sam right. Ellinger got benched. Cole right. McCoy was a backup. Teddy Bridgewater's a backup. Yeah, yeah I, So he fits more that mold to me. So yeah, yeah. He's so, more on the list of guys yes. they should beat yes. than not. Yes, I believe. Yeah. It,
5: and I, I, w- I feel like Jacoby Brissett slash – Trubisky is probably like the mold of players yeah, yeah. in terms of what they're about to face today. Except I think he's probably better than Trubisky. Right, but, Trubisky I also, but I also but I
4: also think quarterbacks that they lost to that should be in that category that they beat right. were were Tua, were yeah. Derek Haas. So yeah. that's why I kind of put him like Justin Fields. I, Justin mm-hmm. Fields I feel like is in the Lamar Jackson category. Anybody who has the ability to run, they're going to struggle with. Even with Kyler Murray. Yeah. If Kyler Murray don't get hurt, I don't know what that outcome looks I like. I don't know either. So that's why I say Teddy Bridgewater, it's like this fine line that he walks. Because like, the, the 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 Derek Carr and the Tua, I feel like those guys should be more in the Jared Goff Yeah. and that conversation. But then this also
2: gets into our, who are you playing for and with. So if Mac Jones, who was playing with – Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle, yep. and he had Mike McDaniel talking to him. Well, right. we've, all,
5: we've already seen what that looks
2: like. Right? Yeah, we have. Right, we that's saw That's Tua. Well, that's Tua. And so Teddy Bridgewater. So that's it's Tua example. and what
5: Mac had his senior year in college. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know if it's his senior year in college. I think. With, I, with the Jalen Waddle
4: and well, yeah, I mean, Devontae I, Smith. I think, I think yeah. the production is what you see from Tua.
2: Like if the so Mac- Bridgewater yeah, yeah. you think is, you're saying that's pretty close. But I'm saying like if Bridgewater I'm talking about the quarterback in a vacuum. If Bridgewater was on the Patriots, their offense would be just as bad. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. worse. Yeah. Right. The but same- you put him in Miami, you're like, you know what, the
4: guy's got a precious right. chance because well, Tyree same. Kill can that's, make a guy miss. That's the same with the Mac Jones conversation. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you put yeah. Mac Jones in Miami, their offense is probably similar to what you see with, with Tua. Right? But I still think their offense is you if you're Miami, right, do you honestly think that the the people down in Miami want Tua, even when he's healthy?
2: Uh, I think they're kind of week to week. I think they're the and weeks where what, he throws for four hundred yards, and, and, and like, that, they're like, yeah. But even the, though he's throwing it short to but Hill, he's going to turn around and come but back. You, to it. But you
4: answered the question.
5: Yeah, yeah not that, every week. That, that, that if you're it.
4: if you're week to week, that's really not the guy you want. You would do the same thing with Mac Jones. That's why even when two people are like Ah, two is an MVP candidate, I, I'm saying to them, no, listen. They do not want Tua down there. If they can get a better option, it's like you being married to somebody. You're going, oh, you know what, every day I look at her, I'm just hoping that I bump into somebody much better than her. They do not want to be married to Tua. They're looking for the better option. Now, if that better option presents itself, they're going to jump all over it, but they're not just going to move on from Tua without right. a better option. Yeah, and,
5: and, and that's the thing. So Tua has things that he does really well. He anticipates well, sees to feel well, whatever, but he has just limitations. Right there's just a limit to how much it's like that, Mac. That, yeah, yeah, yes, there are limits to what that can do for you, and I just feel like we've we've seen this now a, a little bit with Mac Jones and and some of these other quarterbacks are in kind of eh, situations. Yes, you want you want a guy that can elevate your team. You also need a team that can elevate your guy, especially early in their career yeah, when when they, when they need that nurturing. But at what point do we get from okay, your guys can elevate you? And when do we get to the part where you start elevating everyone right. else? Because I feel like, look, we, we've talked about Justin Fields a little bit. Not, not a complete product as a passer or what have you, but he's throwing to Foot Locker employees yeah. right now. He, he, has, just, he, has, he has blocking dummies blocking you, for if, him. If you no. have Justin Fields. And they had that, that, he
4: had that offense score 30 points a game at one if point. If <laughs> you yeah. have Justin Fields, you're sitting here at 10 wins. You're double-digit wins because of the defense that you have, the coach, the head coach that you have. That goes back to my – see, the reason why I'm bringing up this Mac Jones and putting him in Miami is very simple. I'm bringing it up because I'm saying, well, if you, even if you have Billy O'Brien, you still uh, – Billy – like, Tua no, is – You're limited with what you have. Tua like, is limited, yeah. and he has – Arguably, they're probably the two most explosive wide receivers in the game. Because
2: a lot of times it's, it's not just the, oh, well, you're, you'll never have Tom Brady. It's, well, they don't have Gronk. They don't have Edelman. Right. They don't even really have, you know. So uh, how
4: much does Billy O'Brien elevate the level of this offense when you don't have right. those guys? So you might you might elevate Max decision-making. But Mac is pretty good as a decision-maker for the most part. Well, it
2: probably goes back to more what Mac and the offense looked like his rookie year. And nobody yes. wanted that offense. Mm. I certainly didn't think Yeah, but way. after you see this year's offense, you're like, you know what, I'll take that. You but might be able to win more games that way. You might, but then you, where do we go
5: from? No, yeah, that's, right. my yeah, that's my point. You yeah. win
4: more games, but so what? You're not a championship-caliber no. team. Uh, no. As a fan, don't you want a team that has a cha- – Although there was a minute last year, what was it, week – Thirteen. Well, I
5: think, I think we were all drinking at that point. We in were drinking. That's we, fine. drinking. We, we, were, were. we were. We were. We were. We were a little bit befuddled, no, yeah. you know, by, by, no by way. the by by the, by the wedding wine. Listen, and then, I still and
4: have a I, I still have a boogeyman T-shirt. Yes, you so do. Oh, there, yeah. was at, well. <laughs> there was at one point in time when I said this could be the greatest defense to ever play in the NFL.
2: They had a good run. And listen, they when they made
4: those T-shirts at that time, they were they were there. But that's why I'm saying when you look at this offense in the direction that it's going. I think that where I'm at now is Mac is meh. You're not winning <laughs> with a meh yeah. guy. It's just not so here. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm,
2: no. I'm 100% with you. I think he's meh. I also think it's just so hard to know for sure when you don't have a good number one receiver or an elite number one receiver, you don't have a real play caller in your offensive So They're Likely- missing
4: so many so, things. So what's, more li- so what's the likelihood... That you get those guys within the next
5: two, three years of max contract.
2: Do I they don't think faith. you no. can get all those guys. No.
5: no, I mean not even all of them. Just you get one. Like, no. like, can, like, can we even start with the with the number one wide receiver? And that's the that's thing. That's not right? happening. If, if you don't if you don't have Tom Brady, which is what we just discussed. If you don't have that kind of quarterback, you need. The, the receiver, you need the offensive line, me. you need the play caller. And you know what? The thing is, like, no one is ever going to win anything with just meh all around. Something's got to no, be great. But and no. I think the bottom line is nothing about even, this Patriots even, team is great. Even greatness. Nothing. The San Francisco 49ers, they, oh,
4: they talk about how great their skill guys are and their defense. If you do not have an elite quarterback, you need an elite quarterback to win a championship.
5: It's like, it's like do you think they're going to win with Brock Purdy? No. Probably not. They wouldn't nope. win
4: with Jimmy G because it would come is down. Is Jalen Hurts elite league quarterback? Um, I don't
2: think. Not yet. He's I, having an elite season, he's but having like, a, it's, it's hard to. He's
4: having an elite season, but if I had to go head-to-head between Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes, I'm putting my money no, on every Allen, time.
2: It's Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow, and that's but, what it's going to be but for that, the foreseeable yes. future. But that's my Herbert, point. Herbert, maybe. Maybe. But my point. He, he needs help. But, yeah. He does not have a lot Get that on guy, Bill well, O'Brien.
4: He needs a coach. My point is. When you We saw this a few years ago in the Super Bowl with the 49ers playing the Kansas City Chiefs. 100 yep, Sooner or later it comes down to if you don't have an elite quarterback, you are not winning a championship.
2: All right, rolling on, uh, rolling along here from Helix Esports at Patriot Place. Just steps away from Gillette Stadium where the Patriots will kick off for the Dolphins at 1 o'clock. More of WEI Football Sunday coming up next. Back here on WEI Football Sunday, Keith Wiggy and Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com in for Gresh today. Broadcasting to you from our best yet brand studios. It's here at Helix Esports, Patriot Place, just a few feet away from Gillette Stadium. Patriots and Dolphins. Get you some
4: of them lemon pepper wings,
5: though,
2: when you get here, man. Fantastic stuffing those down during the break. It's like the breaks can't be longer. Yeah, no, you know no, I am mean, getting after out. these
5: garlic parm wings is <laughs> uh-huh. good, too. Pretty Here's good. pizza. Pretty good. Excellent. Thank you so much for hooking us up.
2: Now, again, I, I started the day saying this doesn't feel like a game with as much uh, at stake as right. there really is. Like, right. we'll go around the NFL next hour, and, you know, some games have a ton of importance. Others at this point in the season have absolutely none. Right. But this game is the team holding on to the last playoff spot available in the right. AFC, right? There's been six teams to clinch. There's seven available spots. The Dolphins have it, but the Patriots could take it from them today, and yet it feels like, and not just the Patriots, maybe it's even the way Miami's playing, right. where you're like, oh, they were looking really good, like they might challenge the Bills for the division. Nope, that they've fallen apart. Tua's got another concussion. It seems like whoever gets the seventh seed is just going to get destroyed in the playoffs right. anyway, so right. it doesn't have that build that a – you know playoff spot on the line week 17 game they right. really should it's, have it's like man somebody's got to make somebody's the playoffs have to well, make it but
4: it also doesn't have that feel because usually when you have that feel that means that game is winner goes home i mean lo- winner goes loser goes home
2: yeah right the loser so, this one still has well, uh, it's a like
4: if you're Miami you're going all right, we got the jets next week at home yeah so even if we lose to New England we're good and Well if New you're,
2: England's eliminated I should say but if they, right if they if they right, lose today, even, they're out right but
4: but even right even if you know if New England Wins today, you go. Well, New but England, Miami's
2: got still got a chance. You, you,
4: you Even New England wins today, go. You go. Yeah, but New England's got Buffalo next week in Buffalo. Right. So it's almost like if you're a Pats fan, you're you're looking at it from more of the, uh, you know, the the <laughs> the like the storm is inevitably coming. If you're a Dolphins fan, you look at it and go, well.
5: Sunshine's on the horizon because we got the Jets next week at it's, home. It's like the play in tournament in the NBA where you got you got like the team that's seven the, through 10 the, the, yeah, the, like, se- uh, the seven through ten. Uh, where, where you got the team that's a seventh seed where it's like, okay, man, if we lose this one, at least we got the next one. We've got two cracks at this. Yeah. Whereas the Patriots are just Kind of like, yeah. Well, they're they're more like the ten seed. Yeah, we're gonna win, uh, and but then we got to we got to face. But we get Boston yeah. in uh, yeah. round
2: one yeah. of the yeah. playoffs. No, it is, it's, yeah. it's very similar to and that. that.
4: And that, but that's where I think when you when you're starting to see you're not getting the playoff kind of atmosphere is because I think both fan bases know what the following pre- presents itself. So you, you think Miami fans, Miami fans, are like, yeah, well, if we lose this week, we got the Jets at home, and they, in their mind, they're thinking that pencil on that end uh-huh. as a win, where as the Patriots fans, they're looking at it like, all right, even if we win this football game, what's the likelihood that you go to Buffalo and beat Buffalo? And particularly, what's,
5: what's the likelihood that you, you got – first, you got to have KC lose to the Broncos. That ain't happening. Also yeah. not happening. So, so I mean, it's like, what's coach. the likelihood that you have a, even a snowball's chance in hell no. to, to get you know, Buffalo's like B team? And when, and when does
4: Buffalo go, all right, we'll give you a B team based off the way that they've been playing? Usually you get a B team when a team's rolling, and I don't know if Buffalo's willing to do that.
2: No, it's going to end up mattering, right? I think that's right. sort of when you go to seven playoff teams, more teams are going to be in it longer, but you also only have one bye, so more of those teams right. at the top have to play it out. You don't right. have to like, oh, we lose, whatever, we're the two seed, doesn't matter. Right, right. We're still not playing wildcard weekend because that's a big difference, even though they're going to be big favorites. <laughs> Nobody wants to have to play an extra yeah. game. But they well, are,
5: they already had the situation last year where they, right. went to, they went to
4: Kansas City and they lost. Yeah. Right, and but that's what it comes down to. If you're the team that's fighting for the, the the one buy that they now have, you're looking at it, well, you're not looking at it like who you have in playing in the wild card of the division game. You're looking at it like – we don't have home field in the championship game. Right. So Buffalo is look Kansas City's not looking at it and going, all right, who do we got in the the, the Wildcott the division game? They're not looking at that. They're going, Oh, if we're not able to get that one seed, we gotta now go to Buffalo for the AFC championship game. That's the way that they're so Buffalo is not gonna sit there and go, you know what, all right, we're gonna we're gonna sit out, guys, especially when they know what Kansas City's got on their schedule, the Raiders and, and Denver. They're like they're, you know, they're right on our ass. Yeah. We cannot stumble. And we got Cincinnati on Monday night. So you they lose to Cincinnati tonight.
2: Oh, yeah, they got to come out.
4: Now, they got to win that one. Now Basically, they the s- they're,
5: they're playing the playoffs right now, too, in Right, LA.
4: they mm-hmm. Now they have the same record as Kansas City, and I think they ultimately flip. It feels it-
2: like two different worlds, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like- the, buff, the, the trio at the top right. versus yeah. the, like, the Dolphins, Pats, Jets. Right. Titans. Right, yeah. So, 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 so ain't nobody sitting no, no, you're probably right.
5: Yeah, and and I and that's the thing. Like they can they can afford to fin they can only afford to finish with the same record as as, as Kansas City because they they have the tiebreaker. But that's the thing, right? Last two years, right? Because they met KC yep. in the AFC Championship yep. game in this scenario, yep. and then it obviously matters. they had the epic. Uh, you know, semifinal game last went, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, went, but this is two years in a row. They do not want to go to Arrowhead, and they again. went what fifty-five yards in like
4: fifteen seconds, like oh, oh an and, eye. And, yeah, 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 in KC, it's so it's just you know, insanity. yeah, it, it's just you got you gotta understand, and that's why make
5: them come to Orchard Park.
4: Yeah, and that's why I think if you're New England, you know, you're, you know, as, hey Rich, you brought this, you kind of you brought it to my mind more than anything. You have to, I think, in order to make the playoffs, you're probably going to have to win your next two games.
2: Yeah, there's just too many teams, too many different scenarios. Because even if you beat like Miami, yeah. Miami's
5: got the Jets. Uh, right. And that's a, a toss-up.
2: Yeah, it is, but it, then depending on what happens. Like, yeah, and then, you, and then just, you
5: can't bank on the Steelers. Not, I mean, it might not seem that likely, but, yeah, they're going to get a Ravens team. The Ravens are probably a better team, but they don't have Lamar. Yeah, but the Ravens right. are already comfortable at 10 wins. You know what I mean? So, and, and so and so. Hey, maybe no, maybe this St- yeah, yeah, You just, can't you can't win have game. the Steelers yeah. winning
4: right. more than one game. And the only thing that right. and so Miami potentially could be playing in the sense that okay, if we can get to ten wins, and then for some reason, that some reason, uh, no, if
2: they get to ten, if they win out there, no, right.
4: no. But what I'm saying is, here's Miami's thought process: We get to ten wins, we can now flip with Baltimore.
2: Oh, now jump we, up a spot. Yeah,
4: now we become – Or the, maybe
2: even the Chargers, depending on the Chargers or not. Right. They, they're clean, yeah, so the you char- can actually the char- the right. Yeah, so they're, so they're, they're in, but yeah. the seeding right. is still yeah. variable. Yeah. And yeah. now
4: if, you're the, if you are
2: – And then the, you play the Jaguars in the first round. Right, like so if ah, you're yeah. the
4: fifth seed, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're taking on the Jaguars or potentially the Titans. All
2: right, we'll take a look at these playoff scenarios, and we'll go around the NFL. It is week 17 as uh, we are broadcasting here from Helix Esports at Patriot Place.